and gentlemen, your host, Mr. Jason B. Good morning, good morning, everyone. How y'all doing? And welcome to another edition of Good Vibes of Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. I'm your host, Jason B. And today is what? Uh, May 28th. So May has gone by. 2020 is flying by. Many of us are still in the middle of COVID-19 or coronavirus lockdown, but things and restrictions are lifting up. So what's been going on? Well, I'm working on Variety Episode 51 um, that was for sure. Um, I was recording some of it yesterday. Hopefully I'll be able to release it on the weekend, but today is just kind of like an on-the-spot episode, so we're going to go over a few things. We're going to talk about The Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday and um, where where that plays in uh, today, so I'll do a little bit of reading about that and a few other issues and talking about being involved on Spoon. Um, there's an app called Spoon where you can basically be your own radio host. You can make podcasts through it. You can be interactive and live chatting. I mean, it's basically around the world. So we're going to talk about Spoon and even some of the anchor podcasters that I've known for quite a while who are now on Spoon. So we're going to talk about that. And we'll be right back in just a moment. So we're back. Uh, before we get to ego, is there anything? We're going to start out with um, first a, a sense of gratitude and thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, to PDE Life in Alaska. I appreciate your intro that you've made this morning or that you've made for me so that I can use in my morning talks on podcasting. So that's definitely appreciative. And as well as everything that for all of those listeners, brand new listeners, and I am aware of, of quite a few actually. Um, I was on an app called Spoon in the last couple days, and it's kind of been a little bit addicting, I have to say, because it's live talk. And what I'm noticing is people, some people are using the option to record a podcast, and some people just want to be on live and make daily issues, episodes, whatever, and they're not recorded. So it's kind of a different um, app than, than Anchor here on or Anchor.fm. And I came across a few interesting individuals uh, to say the least as well as some old friends i came across uh, cannabis conundrum um uh, desert fox and foxy lady hey definitely appreciate you i've been on their show last couple days and just talking it up you know and who else uh, no show from no show theater he is on um spoon as well he's the one that's been trying to get me into it and i just had a hard time connecting but once i found everyone it was easy to add and that's that's the thing is is like it's another social app so you have to be mindful you know what the capabilities are and how you can get sucked in and what you want to use it for so that's something that's very very important um i came across a new personality yesterday 
um, I can't remember. I'll just call her Mars. Mars, um, we were talking. She's a person that's into spirituality in, in a sense. Um, I guess you'd have to say laws of attraction and, and more. Um, so an alternative thinker. And it was kind of interesting just to talk to someone um, of that caliber in that way. So thank you um, for even just checking my my podcast um, yesterday, she was listening while we're on live um, to one of my old uh, podcasting episodes that I did with Kevin Touch. It was like, what, two years ago? So I was like, okay, you're listening to something old. So, I mean, that little thing in your head pops in. It's like, oh, man, I'm so much better now than I am back then. And it's just like, it really doesn't matter. Because when you're recording a podcast, you're recording primarily for yourself. And nothing can ever be perfect, but you can always strive to do better, right? So, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting, um, to come across a new listener and, um, be involved in somebody in their own, um, realm, you know, in, in spoon. So I'll be in there, um, from time to time. And I do need to be mindful of my experience on there because it is live talk radio. And I would have to say that part of the experience is there's a lot of teens, a lot of young people, a lot of confused and people that are just trying to search for some kind of answer and be, you know, analytical or anecdotive. And the thing is, is like, we all have our journey and I don't want to put them down, but it's interesting to hear their perspective and how, you know, they just analyze things and get so hard, hardcore. So, um, so if you want to check me out on spoon, um, the basic best ways, if you can find me, just like you found me here on anchor.fm, just look for good vibes of Jason B. I believe that's how, hold on, give me a second. I'll be able to tell you more in just one moment. Let's see. Okay. So we're going to look for my stuff on spoon. Okay. It's, uh, at good underscore vibes underscore JB. That's how you can find me on Spoon. And my cover, I guess it, it says just Jason underscore capital B. So that's what you, where you can find me at Spoon. So if you already are a Spoon listener, you know, check me out, you know, and uh, as well as you are checking out my podcast, I definitely appreciate you. So that's pretty much it for Spoon. So we're going to we're going to explore the idea and see how it works out for all for myself and I may go live at some some point because one thing about Spoon is you can record a podcast, but it has to go straight through and the editing tools. Um, I'm not really keen on it. Um, I think it needs a lot of development. It does have some bugs, you know. I mean, connect, connectivity is a big deal. So if you have a strong network, it might work in your favor. So we're going to take a brief little break. You're going to hear a word from one of our I don't want to say sponsors, but colleagues, someone I'm advertising commercials for, for life coaching and beyond. So my friend, Sheena Diane from, was it, um, ask, ask, receive and believe love divine coaching. Um, she is a certified life coach through laws of attraction and she offers other services from, I think she's like offering classes anywhere from corporate style to personal. Um, she offers uh, angel card reading, which is kind of interesting to say the least, but uh, check her out and we'll be right back. Hello, you beautiful souls. My name is Sheena and I am a life coach specializing in law of attraction. 
I want to thank you guys for having me today. I'm so excited to be here on this show and I want to share with you what it is that I do. As a Law of Attraction Life Coach, it's my job to help you on your journey of life. What that means is, if you have a goal, I help you reach it. We don't dwell on things that happened in the past. What we do is work on what you want for your future. I have group coaching classes or one-on-one coaching sessions, whichever you prefer. I'm very flexible and I really wanna help you get through whatever it is you're going through whether it's your love life, whether it's you starting a new job or business, or whether you just need to get out of the funk that you're in, I really wanna be there for you. So take my hand so I can walk with you on your journey of life. Because as Tony Robbins says, life coaches see things that you don't see. So if you're interested in my services, check me out at divine, D-E-V-I-N-E hyphen L-O-V-E.com. That's divine hyphen love.com. And if you'd like to follow me on my podcast, it's called Divine Love, Ask, Believe, and Receive. I would love to have you guys follow me over there as well. I can't wait to hear from you. So uh, if you have familiar with Ryan Holiday, you know that what you are embarking on when you read his books are definitely eye-opening, attention-expanding, <laughs> and your eye or mind you know, broadening. He really narrows down human behavior and characteristics and, and things that how we can succeed and, and where we fail. So uh, Ryan Holiday has written a series of books. Um, I just have a few. I have Ego is the Enemy, Silence is the Key. Um, One of my all-time favorites is um, The Obstacle is the Way, you know. And I have read and listened to both Ego is the Enemy and Obstacle is the Way, or actually I'm in the middle of listening to it. But I'm rereading it in the sense because sometimes certain subjects just kind of catch your your attention for where it needs to be. Maybe call it divine intervention. Maybe call it training. Whatever you want to call it. Um, sometimes as a person who is into literature and mind expanding, um, this is what I do. I'll, sometimes I'll buy the book. I'll read it. Then I'll buy it audio. I'll listen. I'll go over it again. And then I'll go back and read it and highlight some of the key things that I remember that really stood out. So from the get-go, when he starts out, ego is the enemy, um, he really attacks the the person's psyche. um, How we, I guess you would have to say, how we get stuck. And sometimes being just too forward and, and identifying confidence versus cockiness and over assertiveness. So that's just one of the things that I, I really feel that so many people need to hear because as we're facing, you know, some people are not going to be able to go back to work or they're going to have to reinvent their jobs. The change is really starting to take place. I feel like that would be the most appropriate knowledge piece that you can learn and go out and seek so that you can, you know, adequately adjust your goals or adjust who you are, what you need to do to not just survive, but thrive. 
So in my opinion, a lot of the world has based its desire to go after things in a masses. And what I mean by that is like, say like an idea is pitched and one person believes it. Then that person pre- preaches to five other people and they all believe it. You know, um, I was always warned by my uh, philosophy instructors who would say, don't ever get lost in one man's philosophy. And that's what I'm trying to be careful of is, you know, Ryan is a, a masterful um, speaker and writer, and he has made tremendous bounds and leads um, in what he does. So um, it's refreshing to read his thought process, but I also read like him, so many others. I mean, you read Machiavelli, you meet, you read Kant, you read Socrates or Plato, you read Aristotle, um, who else? Um, Seneca. Um, there's so many different, you know, old world philosophers who have so many things that apply to today. And one of the things that I'm pr- pretty much studying is stoicism. And Ryan Holiday really he just kicks everything off by focusing on stoicism so that just understand when you approach his books um it can hit you right away or you can lose your attention but the best way i can recommend to read him is just start out in 10 minutes just read 10 minutes you know put a timer on your phone agree that you know you're not gonna your attention's not gonna go anywhere else but for 10 minutes of reading and have a highlighter with you and a notepad. So if you come across something that you really think that's really cool, write it down. And that's the best way to study. And I've been doing this practice for quite a while. And I wish I would have learned that practice when I was in college or even in high school. So it's definitely a, a good practice to learn. So without any further ado, I'm going to read a little bit of ego is the enemy so you kind of get a picture of what i'm talking about so give me just a second here let's see and i'll read highlighted stuff that i that i have <coughs> excuse me okay where are we okay it says this book is about me or in the way, excuse me, this is not a book about me. But since this is a book about ego, I'm going to address a question. I'd be a hypocrite not to have thought about it. Who the hell am I to write it? My story is particularly important for lessons and a follow. But I want to tell you briefly here in the beginning of the order to provide some context. For I have an experience of ego at each of its stages in short life aspiration, success, and failure, and back again and back again. When I was 19 years old, sensing something astounding and life-changing opportunities, I dropped out of college. Mentors vied for my attention, groomed me in their pro- as their protege, and seen as going places. I was the kid. Success came quickly. And after I became the youngest executive at a Beverly Hills talent management agency, I helped sign and work with a number of huge rock bands. I advised on books that went on to selling millions of copies and invent their own literature genres. Around the time I turned 21 and I came on to the state, the, what does that say? The strategist of American apparel, 
then one of the hottest uh, fashion brands in the world. So I'm going to skip most of this really intro and get to the real meaty stuff. And so we're going to get to the introduction itself. Okay. So he starts out with a quote says, uh, the first principle is that you must not fool yourself and you are the easiest person to fool. Richard Feynman. Hmm. Maybe you're young and brimming with ambition. Maybe you're young and, and struggling. Maybe you're, you've made the first couple of million, signed your first deal, been selected for some elite group, or maybe you're already accomplished and enough to last a lifetime. Maybe you're stunned to find out how empty it is at the top. Maybe you're charged with leading others through the crisis. Maybe you just got fired or hit rock bottom. Wherever you are, wherever you're doing, or no, whatever you're doing, your worst enemy already lives inside you, your ego. Not me, you think. No one would ever call me an egomaniac. Perhaps you're always thought of yourself as a pretty balanced person. For people with ambition, talents, and drives, the potential into fulfilling ego comes with the territory. Precisely what makes a promising as thinkers, doers, creative creators, entrepreneurs, what drives us to top of the fields and make us vulnerable to, into a darker side of the psyche. Now, it's not a book about ego it, in the Freudian sense. Freud was a fond of explaining the ego by the way of an analogy. Out of the ego, the rider on the horse. With our unconscious drives representing the animal, while the ego tried to direct them, modern psychologists, on the other hand, use the word egotist to refer to someone as dangerously focused on themselves and with disregard for anyone else. All these definitions are true enough, but, but, keyword, of little value outside of a clinical setting. The ego we see must commonly go by more casual definitions an unhealthy belief in our own importance and arrogance, self-centered ambition. That's the definition this book would use. In the petulant child inside every person, the one that chooses getting his career, uh, career or his her career over anything and anything else, we need to be better than that, more than to recognize it for the past and reasonable utility. That's the ego. It's the sense of superiority and certainty that exceeds the bounds of confidence and talent. And it's when the notion of ourselves and the world grows to inflate that it begins to distort the reality surrounds us. And when as football coach Bill Walsh explained, and I highlighted this, this this quote of his self-confidence becomes arrogance and assertiveness becomes obstinacy and self-assuredness becomes reckless, reckless abandon. This is the ego. The writer civil Cyril Connolly warned that sucks us down like the law of gravity in this way. Ego is the enemy of what you want of what you and what you have of measuring a craft of real creative insight or working well with others 
of building loyalty and support, of longevity, of repenting and retaining your success. It repulses advantages and opportunities, and it it's a magnet for enemies and errors. It is a scala and and chivalrous, charbless. Hmm. Most of us aren't egomaniacs, but ego is there as a root of almost every conceivable problem for an obstacle. From why we can't win to why we need to win all the time at the expense of others. From why we don't have what we have to why having what we have doesn't seem to make us feel any better. We don't usually see it this way. Now I highlighted this. We think something else is to blame our problems. Most often people or things. We are the potent ludicrous put it in a thousand years ago, the proverbial sick man, ignorant of the cause of his malady, especially for success. People who can't see what ego prevents them from doing because all they can see is what they've already done. That's pretty important. I think with every ambition goal, we have big and small ego is there undermining us on a, Every, on every move that we possibly may make, or excuse me, you know, undermining us on the very journey we put everything in pursuing. Excuse me, I had to. Sometimes my eyes play tricks on me, and I, I'll read something that really wasn't there. So omit that last part. The pioneering CEO Harold uh, Geenan compared egoism as alcoholism. The egotist does not stumble about and knocking things over on his desk. He doesn't stammer or drool. No, instead he becomes more and more arrogant and some people not knowing what underneath such an attitude mistake his arrogance for a sense of power and self-confidence. So I'm going to stop reading here and we're just going to go a little bit of, of commenting on what I exactly was talking about. So with e your ego... I mean, he, he kind of lays it out. It's like, if you, how would I say this in layman's terms? Uh, if you think you're all that, your ego will amplify that. It won't think that you are not flawed or it won't let you operate without some objectivity. It will let you operate without obstruction. And when someone does, then it becomes an assault on who we are. So Ryan kind of really spells it out right in the beginning, um, what an ego is and how it really affects us. So when I was listening on Spoon, I was hearing so many young people let their ego just ruin their existence. I mean, I heard people saying, well, I don't feel good because of this A, B, and C. How can I, how can I really, I mean, I know what to do but I'm not doing it. So my question to them would be, well, if you know exactly what to do, then why are you not executing it? I don't know. You know, and it's just like, it's like this depressing state of being stuck. And it's like, if you want to get unstuck, the rope is right there or the ladder's right there. Right. But the ego lets us enjoy complacency. Now complacency is something that where you just don't want to expand. You don't want to try 
you're comfortable with where you are and where you're at and it's okay. But yet that same person is bitching about the same, you know, um, they're not willing to explore, um, and get uncomfortable. And in these days, who really is out there to, um, get uncomfortable and try new things because trying new things and things that aren't proven, you're going to have more people cringe at and be like, eh, I don't think so. But those people are what I call sheep. They will follow what works, not what's not been tried. And, and that's a big thing. So, um, especially with my own ego, I have to sometimes humble it down. And that's like the ultimate challenge is how do you humble your own attitude? And it doesn't mean you're going to seek out people to brutalize your opinion. That's not, that's not healthy and that's not good. But when you are seeking the truth, you have to be able to put down your own persistence for a minute, just taking up time to observe, you know, who you are, what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, some people say, well, I need motivation. And there's so many authors and motivational speakers that will tell you like motivation is crap. Your reason has to be stronger or your why has to be, I mean, this is written in a book, you know, start with why or find your why by, um, what's the writer Sneak? I think that's his name. Um, matter of fact, I even have one of his books. Yeah. Start with why Simon Sneak. I mean, he, he basically attacks it also, you know, your ego can be the biggest downer, so to speak. So, um, I mean, how do you push past what you don't know? You know, people who trailblaze are thought of like, man, you guys are the Mavericks. You're the, you're the, you're the Indiana Jones of the new territories I'm mental, but is it really new territory? See, and that's the thing is, is when we allow so much media and material to infect our minds, our conscious kind of gets clouded and fogged up by so many options. Now, if you went to another country and you talked to somebody about options, um, it might be the completely different, you know, definition to them as it is to you. And I'll never forget this. I got to thank my grandfather, my, my thought of my, you know, he used to tell me that never get too comfortable, you know, always ask questions. I mean, he, he would tell me he would have private talks with me. And this is one of the wonderful things that I had a mentor early on. So if you're asking questions, you're not just accepting what somebody gives you. Now, sometimes you do, but you know, no matter how routine it is, ask questions because through asking questions through the routine, you're verifying, you're checking, you're making sure that if something had changed, the reliance, you know, can be changed as well. And this is where branding really comes into play. Like people rely on certain brands. Like I remember as a kid, I relied on Levi's and I used to think that if you bought Wranglers or Lee's, that was like the cheap version. And, and Levi's just seemed to, to stand the test of time. That's really where, where it comes at. So, um, so that would be like the reliance on the brand, but sometimes, you know, through the ages, like Levi's is not the most reliable brand anymore. I mean, I have bad belt loops that rip up and jeans like from like Costco, like Kirkland lasted longer. So to narrow down man back to the point is that, you know, even in routine, we at all times are keeping ourselves present and aware and things aren't escaping our attention. 
So when things go wrong, people say, well, you didn't tell me, you didn't prepare me. Well, the thing is, is who has the right to have to prepare, prepare you? You're the one that needs to seek knowledge. You, and this is where some of my friends may disagree with me, but if you're not seeking to learn, you are seeking just retain and you're not growing. And that, that is like the enemy to our, our minds. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I just wanted to make this episode and, um, I just wanted to put something out there, uh, especially for my new listeners. Um, you know, I typically like to record once a week. This may be my second time, but I'm still working on variety episode 51. So the last couple episodes I've, I've felt like it's a hit or miss. So, you know, and, and that's the thing is being a creative person, using the words and looking at problems or looking at issues. Yeah. I talk about deep stuff, but this is the hour where you do that. And I'm going to try to keep it to 30 minutes or less, you know, so you, I can break this apart. And this is probably the longest part of the segment. So if you're learning how to podcast, um, what I would encourage you to do is just record five to 10 minutes starting out and just stick with that. And the more repetition, the more confidence you gain in your voice, the experience makes the experience just so much better, better in my mind. So I've learned a lot and I hope you've all enjoyed this episode. So if you are a subscriber, I appreciate you. Um, the website for good vibes adjacent be a broad mind. Some more is getting to, you know, closer and closer. I'm working with Wix and I've also thought about consulting a web page designer. So we're getting closer to finishing it up. So we'll have it up for all of you. If you want to connect on to my Facebook group or Instagram, um, we'll have that available. Anyhow, that's all the time we have for good vibes at Jason B, a broad minds and more podcast. And you all have a wonderful day.